Hey, hey, people, family, it is Jody Maynard of Fervor Voice. It's been a minute. It's Monday, January 22nd, and um, wow, I don't know about a roller coaster, but yeah, it's been a hell of a ride. So let's go ahead and get to it. Next Steps, that's what I'm talking about today. Let's talk about next steps and what they look like for me, hopefully giving you a little bit of encouragement for next steps for you. Not a New Year's resolution. Next steps. Let's get that working, y'all. Let's go. Hey, hey, back with next steps. So let me just give you the backstory here. Uh, the end of the year, which was for me, you know, the end of the year, November going back a little bit, BJ's birthday. So we did a small celebration for BJ and I was very nervous about it, right? Because the year before, you know, it just looked very different. So we did something for him this year in honor of his birthday. I didn't know how I was going to take it. I didn't know how I was going to feel. Um, I have a couple of uh, close friends now that really and truly do help to keep me going. Uh, they're new friends in the mix, but I feel like I've known them forever. And um, yeah, when they came to the celebration, the birthday celebration for BJ, it was like, like BJ knew them. That's, that's just how I felt, but he didn't. Um, they've only been in my life for a matter of months at this point. It hasn't even been a year but I truly, truly needed them in my life and I truly do need them <laughs> in my life. And uh, the same, you know, the, the three of us, we kind of rocking together pretty strong here. And um, for the first time in a long time, I was just happy. I wasn't feeling a little uncomfortable. I wasn't feeling like, oh, I hope I don't cry. I wasn't feeling like, oh, I hope I get through this. I was perfectly fine. I was at ease. I had an amazing time. And I have not felt that way in quite a while. I think it has to do with acceptance. And I think it has to do with growth. I think it has to do with recognizing that I have people around me who care. I have people around me who love me very much. And uh, the warmth feels good. Um, I think with the grieving process, I think this podcast was a huge part of my grieving process and it helped me to get along probably in a way that really isn't customary because most of us like to grieve alone, you know, kind of in the dark. I won't say most of us. I will say those that I have met, uh, like to grieve in the dark and just do things a little bit differently. And I did it somewhat publicly uh, with the podcast and I, I think it did help. I think that there were some uh, rough days and I talked about them and I think it helped me a great deal because I'm a communicator. I like to talk about things, I like to get it out. And I think that worked in my favor. So after going through his birthday, I felt that, you know what? There's really no reason to feel like I need to do anything any particular way, traditionally or anything. 
just the way I want to do it, the way my daughter, my husband and I, the way we feel we need to do it or want to do it. We're very close and we spend a lot of time, the three of us talking together on the phone. And after going through or having experienced that birthday, that celebration for BJ, it really and truly felt like, you know what? We can do anything we want to. And we did. Uh, My daughter orchestrated a bit of a Christmas vacation for us. We pretty much piggybacked off her and uh, had an amazing time. She felt uh, differently about some things that went on there, but hey, it was a beautiful vacation somewhere that I've never been before. And um, we were there a couple weeks and I learned a lot while I was there. I learned that I had not exploded in laughter and joy (laughs) in a long time. It was like times 10 from BJ's birthday. So New Year's, New Year's generally, my husband and I, we always end up just kind of happy New Year. You know, sometimes I'm asleep, sometimes I'm not. But lately here, it's just pretty much been Happy New Year and that's about it. Sometimes we celebrate at a party, a little get together, but for the most part, we not, yeah, we not out there in them streets on New Year's. But this year we were. And anybody that follows me on um, Instagram or um, knows where I am on Facebook or Instagram, I posted a video, I believe it was New Year's, maybe the day after New Year's, I'm not really sure, but there's a certain sense of laughter and joy that I didn't even know came out. Um, I was emotional, I was crying, just tears of joy uh, on that beach when the fireworks were going off. I've never experienced that kind of a New Year. And it was one that my friend said to me, my friend Cam, my good friend Cam said, Jody, your smile, I have never seen you smile that way. Now, Cam came into my life because we were both grieving after having lost our sons. So she came into my life through a support group and uh, we've been kicking it pretty strong. And uh, we just reach out to each other when we need to and sometimes we reach out to each other when we don't we just talk for hours it's like we just been a part of each other's lives for years and um she just said i I could just see it you know she couldn't help but smile seeing the way i responded with all the fireworks going on and everything and my two close friends said the same thing and i was like after i watched that video i said yeah I really was. I was really feeling it. And I was literally crying about it. Um, Just hard to explain, but that kind of emotion, that kind of joy, those tears of joy, it, I just want to relive that moment as often as I can and even go beyond that moment. So for me, next steps, yeah, it's going to look different. And I, I'm excited about that because it's another step and it's a step that I want to take and I want to take with my friends and with my family. And I also want to get to know some newer people and do some different things and 
celebrate in a different way. I don't have to hold on to tradition. There's just no reason to. I want to do things the way I want, however I want. And I don't need to explain. I just need to do. My doctor that I just recently, I just got a new doctor. uh, And my first visit was like, I guess that was about two weeks ago. Um, It was on the 10th. So first visit, I come in, he comes in, he wants to know about me and I start rattling off and he's like, wow. And when I talk to people and tell people the things that have gone on in my life, they do say, okay, you've done a lot. I don't really feel like it, but they do. And not everybody, but many. So after he said to me, "Mm, you just do whatever you want to do. That's kind of just been the mantra. Just do whatever I want to do. I talked to my husband about it. I talked to my daughter about it. We're usually on the phone, the three of us together when we want to share something. And that's the new, that's the new me just to do what I want to do. And in doing what I want to do, some things come about that can be a little bit unusual, maybe even a little harsh to some, but in order to keep myself where I'd like to keep myself, in a space of happiness, also receiving. And I know that that's just a fantasy, feeling like I'm going to be happy all the time or feeling like I'm going to be that joyous all the time to be moved to tears. But it is something that I want to do and something that I'm committed to doing. My next steps look like happiness while receiving those things that maybe are not so happy, but taking control of my life so that I can be happy. My daughter's computer's going off. I am visiting her right now. I'm in Florida now. But um, yeah, just taking these things in and allowing myself to process and think about what does or does does not need to be in my life. So a while back, I spoke with my therapist about some things and about how some things were going with loved ones in my life. And um, we went round and round about some things and uh, not round and round in a way where we were disagreeing or anything because we don't disagree. That's that's not the way he uh, communicates with me. He just wants me to have that full perspective. Um, But the thing that stuck with me was when he said to me, you have to give yourself permission to walk away. And when he said giving myself permission to walk away, it it just it put me in a space of just kind of confusion and just I can't believe that would actually be the option. I can't believe that would actually be taking place to walk away from loved ones. I, I I'm very shocked by that. And I thought about it and I tried to process it. But I don't believe I was able to fully process it. I'm probably not able to fully process it now, but I have taken some strides towards processing it a little bit further. He shared a story with me and it wasn't really a story as much as it was an analogy. And he said, Jody, just think about this. Just think about, and it it goes along with the time because it's so cold back home. It's so cold in North Carolina. Even North Carolina is not 10 degrees, is now 10 degrees. I don't have to worry about that in Florida, but 
Anyway, he says, think about there being a blizzard outside. Think about there being a foot of snow outside. And it's cold. It's a blizzard. The snow is still blowing around. You know you can't go outside. You cannot. And it's so cold outside, it's even making a bit of a chill. It's creating a bit of a chill in the house and you have to light the fireplace. So you light the fireplace or Brian lights the fireplace and the space that feels the best is where the fireplace is. And the fireplace is is roaring, it's crackling and the room feels so good. And it's one of those days where you just know there isn't gonna be any movement. Maybe in the kitchen if you know, you're cooking something and bringing about more heat in the house. But that warmth is coming from the fireplace. And he said, do you sit with Brian cozily, <laughs> kind of wrapped up and in each other's arms and, and talking to each other about things? Or do you go off into another room where it's kind of cold, it's, it's, it's chill in the air, there's no fire going in, you know, it's just still, and you can feel the cold outside if you look out the window, you can literally feel it. Do you stay in that room or do you stay in the room with Brian? Okay, no brainer, I stay in the room with, in the room with Brian. And he says to me, exactly. You stay where the warmth is. You focus on where you receive the warmth. You don't focus on where the cold is. You focus on what gives you comfort. And I thought about that for a long time. He said that to me over a year ago. And I'm processing in a different way now. Some things have kind of lifted a bit. I'm a little lighter now. The same thing he said is now making sense in a different way. All this time passed. And it's that time. It's that time to walk away from some loved ones. So the other day, been about a week sent this group text and I was feeling so good this particular morning like I've been feeling great <laughs> since I got back from vacation I've been feeling great and um, I woke up and you know did my normal rituals that I do and I said okay let me send out this text group text my loved ones let me make sure I acknowledge something for everyone. And I did that. And you know how you get that feeling. You're just almost excited about something that you did that was just kind of left out there. And I sent it with excitement and I felt good. It made me feel good. I said, oh yeah, that was nice. That, that was nice. I'm, I'm loving where I am in my healing process right now. I'm loving it. And 
miraculously. It just sits. It just sits. Hmm. Five people. <laughs> Five people in that text. And it just sat. No one responded. No one gave a thumbs up, thumbs down, heart. Nothing. It just sat there. 6.30 a.m. Sent that off. I wanted that to be my first communication of the day. It just sat. And sat. Went out to breakfast with with Cam and we talked, we laughed and talked. We sat there for hours. Cam and I had breakfast for about three and a half, four hours. Because <laughs> that's just how we do. And um, I glanced at my phone a couple times. At that particular text, there was nothing. There was nothing. I knew then that analogy that Tobias talked about over a year ago. That's what it is. That's that's it right there. Giving all of that attention where it's cold. When I should be giving the attention and staying right there where it's warm. I'm not in the business of building fires. <laughs> I'm not in the business of building fires. I will build one if I have to. But if I already have one, there's no need for me to travel around trying to force anything on anybody. And after that text just sat all day, all day, there was one person that responded and that was the youngest one of the group. Not only did that, did the youngest, but the voice of, coming from the voice of babes, like that's literally what pops in my head. Not only did, did the youngest person in that group respond first, called. I just want to talk about this. Because this sat and sat. Like I saw it first thing in the morning. And I didn't feel like it was my place to say anything first. But after so long, I said, no, I'm not going to let this sit. That's the youngest, the, the youngest person of the group that was willing to communicate and participate. So that tells me that in our older age, 50 plus, <laughs> in our older ages, sometimes we get set in our ways. And sometimes we just refuse to hear a person out. Sometimes we refuse to receive a person. Sometimes we become so tribal, we won't make a move because of maybe what we've said out of the presence of someone when they weren't there. And maybe the conversations that have happened among a group of people and the things that were said, maybe you can't look a certain way because of the things that were said. Maybe, I don't know. But I know that at a certain time, a certain point in your life, 
you should just be greater. You should just be better than that. And if you're not, okay. If you're not, okay. That is where the fireplace analogy comes in. That's where my next steps come in. My next steps to say, you know what? It is what it is. Loved ones, even loved ones. Yeah, walking away. What does that mean? It just means I got stuff to do. I got a fireplace to focus on. That's where I put my attention. That's where I put my love. That's where I put my care. Things have happened. I have worked my butt off getting myself where I've gotten myself and gotten myself here without them. Yeah. So guess what? Next steps look like walking away. Are we good? Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's no different than anything else. I know exactly where you are. And if I decide to reach out, okay. If I don't, okay. Silence is the loudest communication you can ever get, ever get. My coach and I were laughing about that one time when she said, yes, text came over. I don't know who it was, but she was saying that somebody in the, whoever sent the text got mad, said, y'all ain't saying nothing. And my coach said, and I responded, said, no, we said everything. We said everything. And that's exactly what happened that day. Now, am I saying that to be spiteful? No, I'm saying that to say that I'm accepting that. And while I may have in the past had that thing in the back of my mind where it was just like, well, at some point, well, I've accepted it now. And it's exactly what it is a year ago. It's exactly what it was two years ago. It hasn't changed. The only thing that's changed has been the time and the date. That's it. Next steps for me look like doing whatever I want to do. And what I want to do right now is accept everyone, everything as a learned lesson or learning experience and to accept, to process. And yeah, look at it as a gift. And I won't even call it a bad gift. I'm calling it self-awareness. Yes, be aware. I remember saying early on in my podcast, you know, where where people belong in my audience, in the balcony or, you know, whatever. Now I know where I belong in theirs. No harm, no foul. 
Now I know where I belong in theirs. Because that silence was louder than a scream. It was louder than a scream. And it's all good. It's not, but it's gonna have to be. Because I what? I had to accept that. And I had to give my, I have to give my attention. I have to give my love, my focus to that fireplace that's giving me what I need. And not to feel bad about it. For some reason, there were multiple streams that were coming into me with the same message. You don't have to hold on. This message kept coming to me repeatedly over and over again. Open up Instagram and here it is. Somebody talking about me. Here it is. And I mean repeatedly. And I said, okay. This, this for real. Like I have to think this through. And I did. And once I did, that's when I said, you know what? It's accepted. It's accepted. We all hurt in our own way. And we express it in different ways. But I'm not going to let hurt hurt me. (laughs) I'm not doing that. I am breaking the cycle. Next steps for me look like breaking the damn cycle. Because I'm not going to let hurt hurt me. I got to keep this thing going. I got stuff to do. What's that stuff? Anything. Just like my doctor told me. You just do whatever you want to do. Yep. Yep. And I sit here and I smile because I know that I have done some incredible things against some incredible odds. And I'm proud of that. And I did it with the same folks that stand with me, stand behind the same one. They're still rocking with me. They're still riding with me. The same ones. And they're going to help me do great things in the future. That I know. Because I'm going to do anything I want to do. So those are the next steps for me. Again, doing anything I want to do. And I hope those are your next steps to do anything you want to do. And not to limit yourself. Not to slow yourself down. Not to get bogged down in who's not treating you the way you want to be treated, go do anything you want to do. I'm not talking about a resolution. I don't, I've, they don't work for me. You know, I can't speak for anybody else. They don't work for me. So I don't do New Year's resolutions. But I am going to do whatever I want to do. I do next steps. I hope this message rings out loud and clear to you. To do whatever it is that you want to do. To not be bogged down by what you are not receiving. There are resources out there. Books out there. I have a, you know, a, a Twitch channel that, and I, I need to get to that. I have a Twitch channel where things like this are discussed. Like, it's time. It's time. Don't let these things, don't let these 
broken relationships bog you down. You're going to have to pull up. (laughs) You're going to have to pull up away. And do whatever you want to do. Just walk. Walk away. Walk away. And if ever there's a time that things are supposed to fix themselves, then they'll fix themselves when they're supposed to. Other than that, do whatever you want to do at the end of the day. Do whatever you want to do. That's the message. Ooh, we 28 minutes. Oh, my goodness. That's a long time. (laughs) That's a long time. I guess I had a lot to say, a lot more than I thought. I meant for this thing to be 20 minutes. Let me get up out of here. Do what you want to do. Make your next steps whatever you want to do. All right? Y'all be good. I'll see you next time to talk about martyr syndrome. Hmm. I don't even, I I don't use that term much, but yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. We'll talk next week. See y'all. It's Jody Maynard of Fervent Voice signing off. Y'all be good.